What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about injury updates, a new signing. Aaron Rodgers says he's going to play in the game Sunday. We're going to get into all that, plus Justin Fields' ranking in ESPN's 25 under 25. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, so we're going to start off today's episode with Justin Fields' ranking. ESPN ranked uh, 25 players under 25 years old in the NFL, and Justin Fields came in on that list as number 21 on that list. Now, does that seem a little bit too low? I, I think so, personally, myself. Um, you know, when you see, when you look at the the play of Justin Fields and just how important he is to that Bears offense, it looked really good when he was in there, and then we saw it when one game out, just looked completely different. Um, there are only three quarterbacks on the list. Uh, four if you include some honorable mentions, but it's Fields, Jalen Hurts, and Tua uh, that that have made that list. And so Tua and um, and Hurts ranked at number nine and ten on that list. So quite a bit ahead of Justin Fields with that. And looking at Tua in the season that he's having, I kind of understand that to a degree. Hurts, eh, I can understand it as well, being objective. Um, so both 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 those players are very good. But when you look at the fact. That, that Justin Fields ranks 11 spots below them, uh, it's a little bit of an issue for me. But again, I get it. The Bears aren't winning. While Justin Fields has looked great, he's dazzled. Uh, the, the offense looks way better and way different when Justin Fields is in it. There is some questions about that, you know, the fact that the team just that has not translated to wins for the Chicago Bears. Now, we all know, for the people that watch the Bears, there's a lot more that goes into that. There's the defense not being able to stand up and things like that. But you know, at the end of the day, it's good that Justin Fields did make that list. He is absolutely one of the best players in the NFL under 25 and not one of the best players in the NFL in general. And next season with a drastically improved roster, I'm sure, you know, Justin Fields will rise in the rankings for a lot of people on a lot of different lists next season. Next season is really the season that I look at and say, you know, Justin Fields, and I said this before, there are no excuses for this Bears front office and Ryan Poles at all after this offseason. They're going to have a good draft pick. They're going to have a lot of cap space. And I know not everything is going to hit. You may you may draft a player that doesn't necessarily hit in year one. Maybe you do sign uh, uh, some free agents that don't necessarily work out the way that you thought. But I don't give a damn with all that. At the end of the day, it's this. You're going into the offseason with tons of assets. If those assets do not translate to a better team for Justin Fields and, and the other players on this team and does not translate to wins, it was all for nothing. So, yeah, with that being said, you know, for if the win aspect of this is what's going to take Justin Fields even higher on lists like this, so be it. We, we already know. I don't even care about lists like this. I cover it because it is something to talk about. I do cover it because it is something that some people do look at. And, it's inter and these lists are made for conversation. but. At the end of the day, it's this. For people who don't watch this team day in and day out, who don't actually watch, who just look at the box score or whatever else, you may not always understand just how important and how great Justin Fields has been most of the season. And so, you know, while we, we move forward with the question of, are we even going to have Justin Fields the rest of the season? Should he even play for the rest of the season? There's been questions on, should the Bears technically go into hibernation until the free agency and the draft, considering the injuries and everything surrounding this team? You know, there's 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 a lot of I I lean on the on I lean on the side of yes with that I get it. There's nothing else I need to see from Justin Fields this season, nothing. And I don't want to risk him getting hurt even more. Uh, seems like there's been some progress made in there. Uh, this, the Bears are still planning uh, for Trevor Simeon to be to get the start next week, but it does seem like he is making some type of progress with his with his uh, injury. 
And there, there's some chance, a small chance, that it seems like he may play on Sunday. I think he should just sit down. Let me know what you guys think about that one. Let's move into the next topic for today. Uh, so yesterday, I said it in uh, on the Daily. I actually said it before this information was released. But uh, um, Eddie Jackson is shut down for the season. Him and Darnell Mooney have officially been placed on the injury reserve, so we're not seeing them for the rest of the season. Now, the Bears did make a signing after this. They signed veteran safety Adrian Colbert, um, who is a veteran in this league, uh, who's played. Uh, he was a former seventh-round pick uh, in 2017. Um, he's, he First two seasons in San Francisco. Um, and then, you know, it is what it is. He played with the Dolphins, the Giants, the Browns, and the Jets. Um, so now he plays for the Chicago Bears. Again, bringing in a veteran presence to kind of, you know, to step in for missing Eddie Jackson, it makes sense. They, uh, the Bears also looked at some other options as, as well there. Um, but at the end of the day, it's this. Is this a major move? No. It, it is a move. It is, you know, to bring in some more veteran leadership to help this team out. But we all know the writing's on the wall. The Bears aren't going to get a lot more wins this season if they win another game this season at all, especially if Justin Fields is out. You're looking at other things, Khalil Herbert, Darnell Moody. Like, this, the injuries just have stacked up for this team. But they do bring in uh, Adrian Colbert, so we get to see what he looks like. I don't think it's anything major. It kind of is what it is there. Um, you know, it's it's a move. They, they, they made a move because they're missing a key piece to their team, and they do need somebody to be able to step in in the game against uh, the, the, the Green Bay Packers. And speaking of the game against the Green Bay Packers, Cole Komet has some serious confidence in there. Cole Komet think, uh, believing that the Bears can break this five-game losing streak that we're on with this. He, he said this, I appreciate how Coach has really handled this here. He's been uh, consistent every week, whether it's coming off a winning week or a losing week. Coach has been the same, and that's something you have to appreciate as a player. He's not deviating from how he approaches things uh, like like that. He keeps it consistent, and he believes in this process, uh, and guys believe in the process with the hits principle and things like that. Um, so, And then he says this, I think regardless, you can throw the records out the window for these types of games. This is the biggest rivalry in the NFL most historic, obviously the game, I grew up watching this game, and this game means a lot to me. So regardless of wh wh uh, where either team is at in the season at this point, this is a big game. You feel that in the locker room, regardless of the records of each. So I'm looking forward to it and a good opportunity to break a losing streak here. I kind of feel good about yourselves going into the bye week. You know, if the Bears can get a win uh, against the Green Bay Packers, considering the injuries and everything that we've sustained, it's going to be a major win. Now, this is not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination uh, for the Bears to do, especially if Justin Fields is out in this game. But at the end of the day, it's this. The Bears versus the Packers are the biggest rivalry in the NFL. I don't care. You can argue with your mama. Don't argue with me, right? I don't care what fan uh, what, what fan you are of a team. I don't give a damn what other rivalry. I don't care what you got to see. It's the Green Bay Packers versus the Chicago Bears is always going to be the greatest rivalry in professional football. And so with that being said, of course, we all want to win. Us here at Chicago Bears Central all want the Bears to get a win. We understand if we don't, especially if Justin Fields does not uh, play. But at the end of the day, it's this. You have to come in. You have to be prepared. You have to roll with what you have. We got injuries to the offensive line. We got even uh, Chase Claypool being questionable. We got injuries to our wide receiver core. We got injuries to our running back core. We got injuries to our, to our quarterback. Everything on offense except the tight end, we have injuries sitting there. So, you know, not to expect a lot from this team, not to expect this team to come out and look as good as what they have in the offense in the in, in weeks leading up to last week, which we kind of looked marginal in, um, but, and that's understandable. But so with all this being said, you know, this is going to be, this is the game that we had circled on the calendar. C-Dub and Bobby have called this our Super Bowl. And it sucks that we have so many players down heading into what 
is probably the biggest game in the season for Bears fans because we just want to beat those cheeseheads. That's just what it boils down to. We want to beat the cheeseheads. And the fact that we don't have our best foot forward because we're, we're down so many injuries on both sides of the ball, it, it sucks, right? It kind of is what it is. We'll see them next year. Uh, I think when you look at it, the Bears are definitely going to be a better team than the Packers going forward. That's my saying, and I hope that that uh, proves to be true on the football field. But it's this. There's a lot of excitement around this game. I know some of that's been taken away, of course, by the injuries, but at the end of the day, it's this. We're still going to support this team. We're still going to watch this game. We're still going to break it down. We're not going to come in. We don't, we're not going to take any time off just because Justin Fields and other players are out in the season. It's all but wrapped up at this point for the Chicago Bears, especially when you look at those injuries. But at the end of the day, the Green Bay Packers, if we can get a win against them, how, much, how, much, how good would that feel, especially if we get a win against them without Justin Fields being in the game? Good Lord, watch out for how excited I'm going to be on that post-game show. But it's this. It all boils down to this one thing, right? Not to quote Anne-Marie, but it, 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 it's this one thing, right? At the end of the day, if we can get a win against the Green Bay Packers with this depleted roster, um, you listen, that's that's a hell of a of a feel-good story for Chicago Bears fans, considering how how dour everything else is with all the injuries to some of to a lot of our key players. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. With that being said, Aaron Rodgers has come out and does say that he does plan on playing against the Green Bay. Uh, I'm sorry, against the Chicago Bears. He said, I got good good news uh with this with the scans yesterday. So I plan on playing this week. I, listen, and at this point, it really doesn't matter whether it's him, whether it's Jordan Love, considering how depleted the Chicago Bears are, considering how bad the defense has been playing as well. I'm sure they're licking their chops to come and play against the Chicago Bears. But at the end of the day, it's this. Listen, Jack Sanborn about to put somebody on their ass, right? That's all I need to see. Regardless of win, losses, whatever, if I can see Jack Sanborn put Aaron Rodgers on his ass one to two times in this game, that's a win for me. That's a win for me. I know no moral victories in sports. It kind of is what it is. Either you win or you lose or you don't. Or you're, I guess you can tie in football. But at the end of the day, it's this, right? I'm petty. You guys all know my alter ego, Petty Roosevelt. I am petty as hell. And I want to see the Chicago Bears beat the Green Bay Packers. I don't give a damn if I got a lineup for the Chicago Bears and play at something. I will put Aaron Rodgers on his ass. Uh, but, you know, with all that being said, it's this, man. We go in. Uh, we have a difficult te test in front of us facing the Green Bay Packers. Of course, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be even harder than what we expected to leading into this game. We've been really excited about this matchup uh, in the upcoming weeks. And, of course, a lot of that excitement has been taken away just because of how badly things have been going uh, for the Chicago Bears with all the injuries. Um, and it, it's, it's this, right? Rivalry games are rivalries for a reason. They become special matchups. Sometimes when you get into these rivalry games, which hasn't been really a rivalry, Aaron Rodgers has said it. He's owned us for the better part of a decade. So with that being said, you know, yes, we're not expecting a lot. I just want to see a good game. I want to see fun had. I want to see all this being done. And if, by the way, we can hit Aaron Rodgers and put him on his ass in that amount of time, it's win-win, baby. It's all butter. But uh, before we go, I do want to talk about some of the rankings for the uh, Chicago Bears. Right now, the Bears rank is 19th uh, points per game. We actually are now averaging over 20 points per game, which hasn't been said for the most part of the season. We are 32nd in passing offense. You guys already know that's been one of the sticking points. We're still the number one team in rushing offense, and we're 24th in total offense, third down conversions, we actually have risen up to seventh, which is a huge leap. We were towards the bottom of the league for a long time. We actually now convert 
44% of our third downs, which has been considerable growth for this team over the course of the season. We are 13th in red zone scoring as well, scoring 57.89% of the time. We are 31st in sacks allowed with 42. We all knew that. That's going to hurt us. And we're 20th in turnovers for the offense. This offense has really, if you look at the, me giving these numbers from the beginning of the season to now, we've taken considerable leaps. And I don't want to overlook that. Yes, Justin Fields is not on there, so those numbers are going to drop down with Justin Fields, Mooney, Herbert all being out. We're going to see some of that go down. But it's 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 easy to overlook just how much this offense has grown over the course of the season under Matt Eberflus and offensive coordinator Luke Getze. We've had some serious wins, in the, not wins on the, on the football field, but we've had some wins and victories in the growth and development of this offense overall. Um, as far as the defense, we're 27th in points allowed at 25.4 points per game. We have the 12th ranked passing defense, which we got lit up last week. We were ninth coming into that. We're 27th in rushing defense and 20th in total defense. The, the defense has done almost the opposite. They've gotten worse over the course of the season. But when you trade players like Robert Quinn, Roquan Smith, that that's it happens, right? Um, again, looking forward to some considerable growth from this team. In the next offseason, we are really slated to get a generational type defensive talent in the draft as well. When you look at uh, the players that are going to be inside that draft, Will Anderson, Jalen Jones. So it's it's Jalen Carter, I should say. Um, it's going to be some some a, a huge opportunity for this Bears defense to take huge leaps as well over the course of this offseason. It's still an exciting time to be in the Bears fans. Maybe not what with the football being played on the field. Maybe not with how difficult the rest of the season is going to be, especially with the players we're probably going to be missing for the rest of the season. But at the end of the day, don't lose hope, Chicago Bears fans. Do not. Brighter days are coming. This was always a season allowing the foundational groundwork, and we did that with the offense, and we see some really big gains in the offensive end. Imagine now what this offense would look like with a better offensive line, with more weapons for Justin Fields, with another year of development for Fields. Mooney, now Chase Claypool being in there, getting a full offseason with Justin Fields and things like that. The future is bright here in Chicago, even though some fans don't see it. And I understand it, right? That's not an indictment against you guys. I completely understand some of the fans not, just not seeing it right now, but it's coming. I promise you guys it's coming. And be tuned in and locked in right here at Chicago Bears Central as this team continues to grow. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearscentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text, and our voicemail. The number to do so is 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Like I liked in every episode on. Bear down. Love you guys. And peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.